see. And they're going to snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws caught. Bulls touchdown. And here he goes. It's Hester inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Except Ben Hansen is not here this week. Uh, he is on vacation, so we have a couple guests on the show today. Um, we have Matt, who's been on the show a couple times, um, and we have Aiden that was on during the draft show. Um, you know, I'm sure we all you know, miss Ben being on the show, but luckily we have these two stepping in to fill his shoes. Um, guys, how are we doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, how about you, man? Oh, just chilling, just chilling. Matt, can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can't complain. Doing pretty good. Excited to talk schedule. Oh, man. Yeah, no, big news today. Um, you know, the schedule was released and everything. Um, I mean, huge news. Um, you know, we're going to go ahead and segue right into that. Um, you know, Jerry Judy was arrested today. Uh, <laughs> I know not a lot of uh, information has been put out about it, but as of 25 minutes ago, I'm hearing that uh, Jerry Judy told investigators that he locked his child's mother's wallet and baby formula in this car because she took his phone. Um, you know, that's that's one way to handle it, I guess. <laughs> um moving on we have the patriots trading qb jarrett stidham to the raiders um the broncos are also in the process of being sold i know like it's this big bidding war right now um some bigger news that i did want to touch on a little bit too um tom brady's going to be sticking around football for a lot longer whether or not that's on or off the field for much longer though that's you know the real question but Tom Brady did sign a 10-year, I believe it was $375 million um, to become a broadcaster, which is huge, um, you know, especially for me, too, that wants to kind of get into the field as well. I mean, being able to potentially do something with Tom Brady is crazy, but I don't know. That's a lot of money just for one guy over the course of 10 years. Guys, um, let's start with Matt. What were your reactions for, you know, just this deal or whatever? And are you looking forward more to him doing that or more on-field Tom Brady? I think this pretty much just guarantees this is his last year, right? I mean, I think I think he's going to play this year out and Fox is – I think the Fox deal kicks in next year and he slides right into the booth. You know, okay. I think I think that's that's what I saw when I first thought about it, like – there's no way Fox is going to let this leash keep going. Like uh, he's going to, well, I'm going to stick around. I think this mm -hmm. deal is like, Hey, like you want to stick around football, but your physical body can't keep you. I mean, here you go. Here's a lot of money to stay around yeah. football. So that's what I thought. Aiden. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of agree with Matt. I mean, I think this is going to be his last season. But with Brady, you never know because he could just come right back out of retirement, say screw it, <laughs> say screw Fox. But um, I I think he's just going to, right as Matt said, like hop right into the booth. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, next up, I mean, because, you know, let's just get all that out of the way because we got a lot to cover as well. Um, the NFL schedule release is here. Uh, as we were kind of getting leaks happening and everything, um, I was kind of jotting down just the games that I thought were really, really cool. Um, you know, some things that I were, I was just looking forward to myself. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of other games that people are looking forward to. And if you guys have any, just let me know afterwards. And, you know, we can talk about those as well that, you know, we maybe not, you know, haven't covered. Um, but starting off, I mean, one of the biggest I guess, uh, you know, pieces of news. One of the biggest headlines that we've had uh, just this offseason was Russell Wilson getting traded to the Broncos. And now week one, the Broncos are traveling to Seattle to get, you know, Russell Wilson's debut as not only a Bronco, but, you know, in Seattle as not a Seahawk. Um, Guys, what are your let's start with Aiden on this one. Aiden, what were your thoughts? Um, you know, when you when you you know maybe heard of this game and you know No, yeah. I mean, when I saw schedule release, right as I saw week one with Denver and Seattle, I was like, Oh, okay, we're gonna see this right away. And <laughs> I, mean, I I I really I think we're gonna see uh, a little bit of a little bit of anger in Russell Wilson, I'm pretty sure week one. He's gonna Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay, Matt. This was the game, man. This was the game I was really looking forward to. <laughs> I like I, I didn't know where they were gonna put it. Sticking at week mm-hmm. one, I think, really makes it interesting. I think to see like see the homecoming, see what's gonna happen. I, I don't think I don't think Seattle's gonna have any bad blood for him, but like instead, I think he, he could come out hungry looking to prove everybody wrong in Seattle that said you're done it's over so I, yeah. I don't know but yeah this personally personally I find it hard to think I mean you guys are right I mean just I don't think Seattle has any bad blood for him at least the fans um you know I think maybe the front office and maybe Pete Carroll have a little something to say especially because they don't necessarily have a starting caliber quarterback in anybody's eyes um, you know, going from Russell Wilson to Drew Locke in one season is, I mean, very, very much of a downgrade. Big um, yeah. And so, you know, looking at that, it's like, wow, you know, you kind of screwed us over, buddy. You know what I mean? Um, but as far as Russell Wilson goes, I think that he has that drive in him to just like, I don't care who I'm playing. I want to win type deal. And especially right now at that stage of his career as well. Um, I think that it, it plays into it a lot. Phoenix coming in with the quit or the uh, the comment don't don't hate on Drew Locke. Hey, okay. hey, Pete Carroll said Drew Locke was the best quarterback in this draft class. If Drew Locke was in this draft class, watch out, watch out for Drew Locke. I mean, okay, yeah, Matt, we did we did talk about that as well. Um, you know, I guess this quarterbacks, you know, or this this draft class is quarterbacks. They're they're not really too much to kind of you know run home about. Um, but I mean, do you think that that statement's true? I like, I, th- I think it's true because I mean, just in comparison from where Drew Locke was drafted to majority of these other guys, you know, these other guys were drafted past round 70. Drew Locke was a top 40 pick. 
So I think the consensus maybe, but um, I th- I think it's fair with if if Drew Lock has the experience he has compared to these rookies. I think yes, as a prospect, I think it's up and down. I, I think it's there too. What was that? The tape was there for Drew Locke too. I mean, that's why he was that's why he was a top forty pick. I mean, I don't know. I think, I th- I think that he probably. I think that statement is correct. It was right with Pete Carroll said. Some of these quarterbacks. I mean, I don't know. They have those athletic capabilities, but like, I don't really know if they can go the full mile right now. Okay. But do I think Drew Locke can? I don't. Don't take my word. No, I do not think so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean. I think that some of these quarterbacks can actually compete with Drew Locke. Um, you know, call it what you want, but I definitely think that um, they might not be on the same level as of right now, but I think this upcoming season, if they get the chance, I think that um, they can at least perform at that level, if not a little bit better than what he's going to show. Um, but, you know, moving on, we do have, um, you know, <laughs> another week one matchup. The Cleveland Browns are going to Carolina. Um, the only reason why I found this intriguing is just because of the trade rumors involving Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, I think that if we see a trade, um, it'd be interesting if it goes to their week one opponent. Um, but, you know, maybe he stays in Cleveland and shows Carolina like, hey, guess what? I'm not really that bad. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just don't know. I don't know what team would want to trade for him. Like I, I, I really don't know. Night. Nice. Anyway, so uh, just left my own show. It's cool. Yeah, I don't really know what team right now would want to trade for him. I mean, maybe Seattle. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to give a like too big of a sneak peek, but Baker Mayfield is a bold take of mine. That is really. A, that is a. A talking point I, I could give us your I, word, I'm Matt. Looking forward to it. Let's. Well, we're moving on to bold takes later. Later, oh, we yeah. got a lot. <laughs> no worries. We got a lot to lot to cover. Um, let's move on to like big hitters, right? So we got the Chiefs taking on the Rams in Week Twelve. Um, and I do want to say I will jump around as far as like orders goes. Um, but you know, Week Twelve. Chiefs and Rams, and then we have Chiefs versus Bengals in week 13, but we can, you know, talk about Chiefs and Rams first. Um, You know, in literally, like, oh, man, every every power ranking, you see these two teams at least in the top three. Um, I don't know. This team's – or this this week is going to be huge just for that matchup alone, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think it all comes down to injuries and everything. Um – I don't even know who the favorite is. What did you say? If Mac will be healthy by then. Yeah, right. Um, uh, no, for, for the Rams? Oh, he got the, traded to the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, oh, my bad. I'm, no, my bad. It, it went right over my head, too. I was, like, thinking that he was – yeah, no. I thought they were playing, too. I saw that sim. I saw oh, that man. logo. If, if, if Khalil Mack went to the Rams, I think I would have just quit right there. <laughs> That's like a bond. Um, yeah, so I don't know, Matt. Um, do you do you have a clear favorite in this matchup? In that one, no, no. I I mean, like it's it's down the line. So I mean, you gotta 
will play an injury fact, but like I think it being in LA, I think you have a slight favor to LA, but at the same time, I mean, we saw we saw the game they put on a few years ago on Monday football. And I think that's I hope that's people's expectations again, because that would just be marvelous again to have a fifty fifty game again. But it, I think it all just comes down to what Rams team we're getting. Yeah. Um you know, just because if you look at it, I mean, you know, yes, they won the Super Bowl, but at the same time, um, they also almost lost to Detroit. So, like, <laughs> I mean, there's there's a level to this. And, uh, I mean, Kansas City's up there, too. I mean, they're a very high, low, up-down team, um, you know, just last year. I think that it's, you know, huge to kind of see where they're at in terms of injuries as well. I mean, that's with every team, but, like, you know, these things can really play an impact on games like this, especially that deep into the season as well. Aiden, I think you were going to say something. Yeah, well, no, and then I'm I'm about to add on that with, like, injury-wise, and then that just comes to show – I mean, one of my favorite teams, I feel like, is one of the most injury-prone teams in, in the whole NFL. And, like, towards the end of the season, once you have six, seven guys that are out, I mean, that really affects your game of how you're going to play and your whole game plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speaking of, you know, injuries and stuff, I mean, um, you know, the Bengals, right. I mean, they've had their fair share of history of, you know, injuries and stuff over the past couple seasons, um, you know, taking on the chiefs in week 13. Do you guys really think that the chiefs or not the chiefs, the, the Bengals are really all that people make them up to be. And I don't think that this is one of my, no, they're not. So we can talk about it. Um, I, I, I'm, I feel like the Bengals are overhyped this season. Is that too much? I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't overhyped maybe a little bit, but I mean, with the with the, I mean, they just brought up what three different offensive linemen to help seal like that terrible gap that they were trying to get rid of because of how many times that Joe Burrow was pressured, mm-hmm. and I mean they sealed that, or at least they they think that they did, and that defense didn't really change, and. I don't know. I mean, I still think we're going to see him as one of the top caliber teams. Okay. Matt, what's your, what's your thoughts? My thing about the the Bengals is like, I'm an advanced analytic nerd when it comes to football and (laughs) the Bengals of the last decade, Super Bowl teams rank in comparison to the 2012 Ravens. And like, by that means it's like on offense, they were so player dependent. Like they were behind the sticks because of Zach Taylor so many times, but that's also because they couldn't run the ball on the first two downs because the O-line was so bad. So it's just, they sealed up their biggest weakness, but how creative can Zach Taylor get? Creative minds are winning in in the NFL this year in, in this age. And I don't like, he just doesn't seem creative enough to me. He's just vanilla. You know, so yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, can, I, I think I, can agree with you I think he's got to take a step up in in the play calling. But I mean, the AFC is going to be a an insane. Oh it's the Wild West this year, man. I yeah. mean, there's like there's doing my power rankings today, like the the top ten. Like there's twelve teams I look at and say the ceiling for this team is playing in a Super Bowl, right? And so it's like it's insane. 
It is. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And I'm looking at my power rankings right now, and I'm not even going to lie to you. I think I left off the Bengals for whatever reason, even though... Yeah, Bengals aren't <laughs> like, online. Dude, the thing is, is that it's so hard to keep track of every team when you're doing power rankings. And, like, when you wind up with only 31 teams, you're like, wait, hold on a second, I forgot <laughs> one. And then you have to go down. It was a big process today. I got to find we'll the plug and play. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. While I do that, let's talk about our Thanksgiving matchups. Um, first off, what I think is actually going to be a good game, despite what people play or what people say, the Bills are going off or playing against the Lions at Detroit, in Detroit, at Detroit, whatever. But um, yeah, in Detroit, Bills at Lions. Um, okay, I'll I'll go ahead and expose one of my bold picks. Are the Lions that that I mean, I think that there's somebody to mess with, right? I feel like yeah. they're a scary team. Yeah, I compl- I think after that draft too, and what they were able to do, I mean, I I I wouldn't say like, oh, they're gonna like make a whole run, go to like the NFC championship or some type of even playoff run. Maybe they'll be a wild card team. That's what I'm thinking after the season they had. Okay. Um, Matt. I hey. I think the Lions are good, but they're ju- they are just no comparison to the Bills. You know, I just I think this is this was a way to get get Josh Allen on national television on a holiday and just okay. watch him sling it. You know, because I I watched him last year on Thanksgiving torch my team in a dome. Now I get to watch <laughs> him torch another team in a dome on Thanksgiving. Those poor Lions haven't won on Thanksgiving in how many years? And they, I mean, and they get so close every time. Like they, yeah. they make you believe, like, oh, they're gonna win, right? Oh, trust oh me, God, as the Bears fan, win. yeah. And then they just, they just don't win. Oh, as send a Packers home. fan, yeah, send them home sad. <laughs> yeah, it's always it's it's... a three point seven point game within for us. Next up, I mean, I don't think we need to spend too much time on it. Um, sorry to any Giants fans, but the Giants are. Uh, playing the Cowboys in Dallas, and I don't think that's going to be even close to considerable for a matchup. Mm -hmm. Um, That's going to be the one where everybody eats and nobody pays attention to the TV. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, but I I mean, no, I'm trying to make a case for them because I feel disrespectful, but there's just no shot. I mean... you're 100% right. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're trying to argue with yourself knowing that you're right. Like, that's the sad part. Like, that they're just – they're they're not anywhere near, the like, the talentness of Dallas. Like, they're, it's simple as that. Like, they're, yeah. like it's, it's not – it's going to be – it's going to be a bad game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shouldn't be close. Um, Matt, do you have any thoughts or do you want me to just move on to what I think is probably the matchup of the whole day? I mean, like – Maybe Daniel Jones is that guy, but no, I I can't sell myself on it. I I tried to two years ago and I can't do it. And I and I said this when Mitch Trubisky was still a free agent. He should have just gone to New York. Um, you know, I mean, poor guy in Pittsburgh right now, right? I mean, he's already lost his job and he hasn't played a snap yet. Um, you know, all I don't know. I just feel bad for him but anyway we'll we could talk about that another time another you know our, our last thanksgiving matchup is the patriots in minnesota playing the vikings um i think this is a great matchup 
I seriously do. In all honesty, I think that I would take the Vikings in here, but um, I love this matchup. <laughs> fun fun fact, I'm actually looking at this. This is uh, the first Patriots Thanksgiving game since 2012, and that game that they were in was the butt fumble game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I found it. I put the Raiders in twice. That's hilarious. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about what do you, what do you think about Mac Jones is in his capability of this season? Um it's up in the air. Um I I I I mean who is he throwing to? <laughs> I mean Help. if OB if OBJ signs there, I think that I mean it could be dangerous um come October. They they have think... a lot of like mid-tier talent, you know? Yeah. Like, they got Devontae Parker, but like no one is there is like that guy's a wide receiver one, and that's my issue. I mean, I would take No, I think that they're <sighs> I mean, yeah, but I don't know. Would I would I take their wide receiver core over the Bears wide receiver core, though? That's what I'm trying to ask myself. Because I almost said it, but then I was like, but Mooney, you know? Uh, yeah, Mooney is really good. But... But, then, but then it's just leading you to butt Mooney. That's it. I mean. Yeah. yeah. He's not He's well, not terrible. Who else? You're going gonna to pick Byron Pringle over <laughs> Devontae Parker? Okay, like, all right. I, Devonte Parker, though, right? So, like, he wasn't even a number one option last year, was he? I would consider Jalen Waddle to be that yeah. guy, right? Oh yeah, he was. So, and look, that's that's the thing is that like, who was their wide receiver one last year? You know, like maybe Jacoby Myers. And what, right, and I think that he was actually pretty good. I was pretty bummed when the Bears couldn't get him. I'll be honest. Yeah, like that was one of my dark horse. Like the Bears, if the Bears could get this guy, make a really deal, make a run at that guy. Yeah. What'd you say? When was he picked? I'm trying to think. Uh, oh man, I don't know. Oh, he was, that would be. He was uh, a restricted free agent this year. Oh, you're talking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this guy. I don't know when he was drafted, but yeah, no, he was actually. I think I picked him up in fantasy just last season, just because. I mean, he was putting up solid numbers. I don't know. Yeah. I, I will did, say though, they did draft a guy at 50 though, which is it notable though. I have my thoughts on that. It's it was the 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 Baylor kid Tyquan Thornton who ran the fastest wide receiver forty. Uh, yeah, it was a very odd pick at fifty. So, I mean, Patriots at Vikings are the Vikings the clear favorites then? I like the Vikings. I mean, everyone. I feel like I don't know if this people on this show know, but I I'm a very big Kirk Cousins homer. Kirk, really, Kirk, top thirteen cousins—that's what I call them. I I actually I, I got a funny story to say. So um, I was on Twitter. I think it was just last night or the night before. Um, so this guy was trash talking Justin Fields. You know, a lot of people do that, right? <laughs> um, and so this guy—he's verified on Twitter and everything. And I don't even—I I really don't even know who this guy is, but he's a huge Vikings fan. Um, and. So let me just read the conversation just because we have plenty of time to do this. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he, he was talking about, oh yeah. So he was talking, he was commenting underneath this post that said AJ Brown, DK Metcalf and Hollywood Brown are entering their fourth year in the NFL and are still 24 years old. Um, Jeff, Justin Jefferson, 
it's entering year three and he's 22, which is like, wow, Justin Jefferson's already great, you know, whatever. Um, they said the Bears drafted Velas Jones on the second day of the 2022 draft, and he just turned 25 years old today. And then a Packers fan said, and all that really matters is if Jones can make them a better team or not, which I will credit Packers fans by saying, look, okay, not all Packers fans are saying that, but specifically <laughs> that guy. Um, thank you for at least giving him a shot because so many people are ruling out the potential of this guy because he's 25 years old. I completely understand that. That is very concerning when it comes to longevity. Oh, but yeah. if this guy can come in and perform, that's all they needed him to do. Um, so this guy said the clock is ticking. And uh, the Packers fan said he's 25, not 35. If he comes in and performs, the Bears aren't going to regret taking him. Would we prefer anybody be 21? Absolutely. But to pass up on talented player because he's older is foolish. Let's see what he can do. And then he put the shrugging emoji. The guy that I fought with said, I mean, if he does really good, yes, this won't be an issue. More than likely, he will need time to develop, especially with a QB who isn't good at passing. Somebody said, a QB that isn't good at passing, who? Then he said, Justin Fields. <laughs> so I responded, hold on a second, guys. A Vikings fan just said Fields can't throw the ball. Oh, no. no. And he said, is that supposed to mean something? And I just decided not to respond to him just no. because it's like, dude, it's Kirk Cousins, man. Like, <laughs> here's here's my thing. With no, the... don't get me wrong. Let me say let me say just one more thing. Yeah, because I'm going to get crucified because a lot of people are like, but dude, Kirk Cousins had this legendary year and he did so good and blah, blah. Yes. He, I am people. Solid year. Yeah. Yeah. I am but, people. But he did have a good year. Um, I mean, dude, I, I don't know. He's very middle of the pack right now. And I feel like Justin Fields hasn't had a chance to get a fair judgment. Because he has so nothing he, around him. And he's running from his life every single play. Yeah. I mean, Thank he's you. In, he's only – he's his... I mean, any clear NFL fan can see that. Like, you, I mean, the dude doesn't have any weapons to set himself around except whipping the ball downfield to Mooney. Yeah. Yeah. See, I – and that's why Mooney had over 1,000 yards this season too. I mean, it's because he was the deep threat. Like, he could catch it and he could catch on the run and go. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, as far as Vikings fans go – I think that it's ridiculous because out of how many Super Bowls do they have really quick? <laughs> Let me just say that. Well, First that, off, yeah. out of 62 years of Super Bowls, they haven't managed to get one. Okay. Yeah. Now you can, you can just, you know, give me some crap because I'm a Bears fan and we only yeah. have one. But it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Aiden, laugh because you're a Packers fan. You're yeah. privileged. <laughs> Sure. Anyway, so nah, it's just we only have this much success, but when you're arguing with this much success, success, it's like it makes it a lot easier. It's like, dude, don't even talk to me right now, okay? <laughs> we don't. We've never had a quarterback, and we have more success than you. Who are you to tell me that our team can't throw the ball? Whatever. Anyway, four thousand yards at least. Yeah. So let's talk about. Uh, I'll just go ahead and move on before I get too heated. <laughs> um, speaking of teams that can throw the ball, so the Packers are playing the Dolphins in Miami on Christmas Day. Um, Aaron Rodgers couldn't have gotten luckier. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Let's start with the Packers fan. What do you think about this matchup? Are you scared? I mean, I'm I'm really liking that matchup. I mean, am I scared? I mean, no, we have one of the best one of the best corners in the league, but I'm also scared about how our deep threat secondary is because 
it was it was like it it seemed like they were every single wide receiver was able to escape to the deep like to the deep zone every single time. So I'm kind of I'm a little scared to see what that combo of Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill can be, but I'm not scared about the little the tiny little handgun that Tua was <laughs> on his arm. Like um, like that's that's not frightening me. And we also yeah. I mean, uh, do I, Jair Alexander? Yeah, that's gonna it's gonna help a lot. Rasul Douglas will. I mean, that's a good secondary, and we're gonna have that good pass rush, especially from those rookies that we just drafted. Okay, um, Matt, what are your thoughts on this game before I give mine? Uh, this game, I think yeah. it's it's a fun little like Christmas matchup. I think it's just, I mean, you get Aaron Rodgers in the prime time again. It's just your big money maker on. He needs some money. You know it. Yeah. Oh. It, Big money on TV, and and I think I think people are excited to watch the Dolphins. Realistically, I mean, having that speed on on the team, and and credit to what it is like, Tua is very popular in, around NFL circles. I think I, I a lot of people want to see him succeed, including me. So I think a lot of people are going to be excited about that game. Yeah, um, I will say this. I mean, just because we were talking about Tua. Um, Tua, in terms of just playing on Christmas this upcoming year, um, he's the worst quarterback to play on Christmas this upcoming season. And it's not even close. And I'm really excited for the Christmas games. I mean, no disrespect to him or whatever. Um, but the next game is the Broncos facing the Rams in LA. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson versus Matthew Stafford. Um, I mean, I'd take the Rams in a safe bet, but I mean... I think this will be a good game just because Russell Wilson's in it and you can't count him out. You know what I mean? Aiden, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I I I I I could say I can agree with you because the Rams do have I mean that defense is just crazy like to dream of. But I would pick I would pick the Rams as a clear favorite, but I wouldn't I wouldn't count out the the Broncos just because yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson is their quarterback and he can make those plays you want him to make. Okay, and then Matt? Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about that game after what you guys have said. I mean, it's just, you know, Aaron Donald, Russell Wilson. It's just, let's get them, on, let's get them under the bright lights of Christmas and, and have ourselves a game. I think, it, I mean, it's, I think it's better than, than last year's games. I, I mean, like, both the Packers and Cardinals are going to return to Christmas, but I think... I think these three games are overall better than what we got last year, personally. Yeah, for sure. What I think of every single time I think of Christmas Day games, I can't help but think of Alvin Kamara and his performance a couple years ago. Oh, you guys man. remember that? game? The best part about that was knowing my dad had him on his fantasy team. Oh, my God. <laughs> this man's me he had a bench. Don't no, 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 no. He did. He, or he, he didn't, I should say. He had him starting and this man scored 50 points for him on Christmas day to get him into what I think was the fantasy like championship or something like that by like just three points or something. I still remember that, uh, that one Jamar chase game where he broke, he almost broke the fantasy record. I think he, he was on my team. He got me like 56 points. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a funny story about that Christmas. I remember um, I got my, my grandpa is a Vikings fan. 
And for okay. Christmas, he got me an Alvin Kamara jersey. For Christmas, I got him like a Letterman Vikings jacket because they both played each other, and, and we both wore it and sat in the sat in the living room and just like screaming about it. And I was like just jumping up and down every time he would get the ball. It felt like it was 10, 20 yards, and he was getting in the end zone. It was like it was crazy. And then I remember that game. Uh, they were on the goal line, and uh, Sean Payton brought in Taysom Hill when when Kamara was at five, and Taysom got in the in the end zone. I'm like, they are so lucky. There's no fans in there. They would be <laughs> booing him out of the building right now. It was. So- yeah, no, this is, I mean, Christmas Day games, I don't know. Like, I mean, we could say that last year's wasn't that good, but, I mean, I don't feel like you can ever really, I mean, there's nothing better, in my opinion. I love Christmas Day games, and, you know, I mean, obviously football is one of my favorite things, and when you get it on Christmas, it's like this is awesome. Um, Okay, so I will say, okay, I have three more games before we get into primetime matchups because I want to go over them for our favorite teams um, just because they all, I mean, the Bears actually have the least amount out of the three of us for our favorite teams. But um, before we get to that, so the Bills are facing the Bengals on Monday Night Football. Um, I think that that's going to be a good matchup. But if I'm taking a safe bet, I would say Buffalo. Probably right. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't jot down what week this was, um, but I mean, I don't know. I feel, I, I mean, something about Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow is just blowing my mind right now. And then, uh, Aiden, do you have any any thoughts on that one before we move on a little bit? I mean, I'm always a hype man of Josh Allen. Like, I'm always like this dude is a freak. Like. He's a stud. Like he can do, he can do anything. He's six. What is he? Six, six, five, six, four, something like that. That can, that can just speed down the field and truck any, but like, nah, I wouldn't say anybody, but he can get a truck down and he can get those extra yards and he can also sling the ball 60 yards. And like, I just, I love to see that. I love seeing that. Like I would love to see it live. I love watching on TV and I'm just, I don't know the, that, that Bengals secondary has to watch out for Stephon Diggs and all the like that's I mean Josh Allen just loves to whip that ball to him. Yeah, I mean if your fantasy team has Stephon Diggs on it, it's it's a win every time, man. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, any thoughts on this one? Um yeah, I just checked. It's the last Monday game of the year. Yeah, it's 17. 17. Mm. So so we got a while to wait for that one, but <laughs> okay. um yeah, I think I Looking at the Bills' schedule, I think we're going to learn a lot about the Bills this year. We're like, are think we, so. are, we're going to learn a lot about are they legit? I mean, like you look at the some of the games. I don't know if I'm stepping on your toes reading some of the no, games, no, no. but like they play the Rams, favorite Titans. We don't know, but they beat them last year. The Ravens, no, come on. <laughs> the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Packers. The Browns, we don't know that what the Browns are with Watson. The the only bid that the bail that the Bills have in my eyes outside I mean, they're obviously a good team, but it's also a very strong AFC. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like the only bid that they have into the playoffs is their division. It's just a weaker division. You think so? I, I do think so. Okay. Just because I'm not a believer in New England. 
I mean, I, yeah. I think that they were frauds from, you know, when they played <laughs> Buffalo in the playoffs. Oh, man. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think New York, they have a lot to improve on, but they did improve on, on a lot, you know, easily just through the draft. I think that that was, I mean, a key winner. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm forgetting one team. Oh, Miami. Yes. Um, with Tua quarterback and with the first-year head coach, I feel like if you're competing with Bill Belichick for the second spot in your division, you're not winning that battle. Um, the Bills are just stacked, man, when it comes to it. And I feel like they could be the most complete football team, you know, or one of the most complete football teams in the league. But, I mean, just judging by the schedule, they got a tough time and they just need to stay healthy in all honesty. Yeah. Um, this is probably my favorite matchup that we're probably going to cover. Um, the Vikings are playing the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Again, I didn't write the week down. Uh, for the rest of the games, I didn't write the week down. But, um, yeah, Vikings at, you know, the Eagles. And, um, oh, man, that's a great matchup. That's a I week mean, two. What did you say? Week two. We'll see that. Week two. Oh, man, I can't wait for that one. Uh, Aiden, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, I'm excited to see how the Eagles are looking. I, I think they had a really good draft. I can't wait to see how freaking Jordan, David look, Jordan Davis looks because mm-hmm. that dude is a freak athlete, and I want to see how he looks on the field as soon as possible because he, like, Watching the combine, watching what he was able to put up, I could only imagine what you were able to see live. And like I'm like I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to watch this. And I, I think <laughs> I think they had a good draft. Yeah. And then Matt. I'm I'm sad this game isn't more down the line, you know. I they've think got a lot like, of stacked matchups early on. Like, time. yeah, week two. I mean th- those are those are two like I don't want to say locks, but those are two playoff those are two playoff teams right there. Yeah. There's two Monday night games on week yeah. two. Tennessee yeah. 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 <laughs> you're, not, you're not a Bills Titans fan. You're not, you're not in on the I'm, Titans. We'll get to my power ranking shortly. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. upset with Tennessee about trading away AJ Brown. They could have afforded them and they sent them off. So next up, last up is a Super Bowl. Um, Matchup, I guess, not necessarily this year, in my opinion, um, but it's a rematch. It's the Buccaneers taking on the Chiefs um, at home. So, you know, in Tampa Bay, Sunday night football. Um, good matchup again, honestly. I mean, you can't count out Tom Brady. Is Rob Gronkowski coming back too? Like, what's going on with that? There was, there was a report I saw from JPA Football that said um, – Rob Gronkowski will come back to the Bucks if the Bucks bring in Julian Edelman. So yeah. I I don't know if that was like a funny bit he did because I mean like we don't know how on Rob Gronkowski is about right. talking serious, but like I I don't know. I think they groomed for his replacement. I mean they drafted tight end, they re-signed OJ Howard. I'm pretty sure, correct? Am I? I might be missing out, but um. I, th- I think they. I, I don't know. I, I want to say that he went to to Cincinnati for some reason. Um, uh, we could find out. We'll find out. Don't worry. Yeah, let me let me look up really quick. Uh, no, he signed with the Bills. 
Yeah, he's on. Oh man, come on, Bills, stop taking all of that. <laughs> everybody, Cox and OJ Howard taking everyone away. So Side of the Super Bowl favorites. Oh man, ah, I don't know. So that's one of those matchups where I feel like, um, just th- it's not a clear matchup or it's not a clear winner. You know what I mean? Um. Before we move on to our favorite teams and you know primetime matchups, um, do you guys let, let's make some picks just for this game, okay? Um, Aiden, I'm gonna have you go first. Matt, you'll go second, and then I'll go. I'll go last. Wait, what game was it? I was looking at. Are you talking about that? Bucks. Bucks? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm probably like. I think it's going to be a close game. I, I'm going to have to go with the Bucks because, I mean, to, overall, Tom, it's a chess game, and Tom Brady's five steps ahead always. It, it always seems like that. So I think in, it'll be a close game, but in the end, I got Bucks. Okay. Matt? I'm going to go Bucks. I think it's I think it's early enough in the year that the Chiefs are still going to be feeling out without Tyree Kill, I think. Okay. I think Andy Reid has a plan for what he wants to do, but I think he's going to try and plug either Mecole Hardman or Sky Moore into Tyree Kill, and he's going to mm. realize early that nobody is Tyree Kill. And so I think I think they're still going to be in a feel-out process, and uh, Brady's going to get the best of him. All right. So we, we're going to move on to our, our – favorite teams and their primetime matchups. Um, Matt, we're going to go with your Saints first, um, and then I'm going to do my Bears, and then we're going to move to Aiden's Packers. Um, for the Saints primetime, uh, I don't know if you want to call this primetime, but they play Minnesota and London. So have fun waking up early for that one. 8, um, 8.30 a.m. primetime, baby. So – what are your thoughts on this matchup? Because I'm gonna get I'm gonna get your thoughts, you know, our thoughts, I guess, for our favorite teams or whatever, and then we can argue it if we feel like it. But you know, listen again. I mean, it's just like the Eagles matchup. It's early in the year, and this game could really decide playoff like implications. You know, this could down the line be a a game that holds one of them in or out or separates the five and six seed. You know, I think it's just. It'll be a good game. I mean, I I wish it was, I wish it was in uh in New Orleans because I mean yeah. Justin Jefferson going uh, going to New Orleans in front of that crowd is going to be fun, right? But I mean, it is what it is. Aiden, you got anything to say about that one? No, I mean I think that's a good. I think it's going to be a good game. I'm pretty much all that Matt pretty much said. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot to see if Jameis can kind of see if he can fulfill that QB one role until they can find themselves like a franchise quarterback. And I don't know, I guess we'll have to see when that game comes up. Uh, Next up it's saints in Arizona. Matt. Yeah. uh, This is the Thursday game, right? Yeah. Um, Okay. I mean, I mean, what are the what are the Cardinals? I don't know. I don't know what the <laughs> are either. So it's like, I mean, they're they're weird. I mean, you can make the case that like on paper they're one of the most talented teams in the conference, but mm-hmm. they've never 
been able to put it all together. You know, last what year week, you, what week are they playing? Um, I want to say it's week eight, week okay. nine, something so in the middle of the year. Suspension will be over. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I, I mean, it's clear, man. I mean, competition. They start. What did they? What did they start last year? They started eight zero last year. Didn't win a playoff game. Yeah, I'm lost to the Packers. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they are, and and what what was their response? Let's extend our GM and coach through five years. Yeah, Aiden, I I just want to say the Packers got lucky that game. Oh, trust me, they did. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an it was a kind of surprise interception, but oh. it got us the win. Yeah. AJ anyway. Green didn't want to turn around, so <laughs> um we have uh New Orleans versus Baltimore. So in New Orleans. Um dude, Baltimore's a different beast now, man. Lamar in the dome, man. I think that in prime time I think that could be so much fun. I'm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like they they meet the decision committee, I don't know how they make the schedule. They had to make a decision. Either they put the Bengals in prime time or they put Lamar and the Ravens in prime time. I think Saints fans would definitely argue they would want Burrow more. Mm-hmm. But I think this one is just as just as good from a just an outsider's perspective. Not really an LSU homer like most Saints yeah. fans are. Um, Really quick, what's your guys' thoughts? And I'll move to Aiden. Um your thoughts on Lamar Jackson and, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm having second thoughts about him this season specifically just for some reason, just because of how the backup did. You know what I mean? I I, I feel like for some reason, you know, whether or not it's, it's valid because, you know, Lamar Jackson's still a former MVP. But, I mean – is Lamar Jackson still Lamar Jackson? I feel like that's the next story for this upcoming season. Aiden, what's your what's your answer to that question if you have one? I mean I mean to answer question, like is Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson? Uh I don't think we're gonna see another MVP season out of him because I really think just teams are more like especially towards the Ravens' whole offense. I mean, he doesn't have – his number one is who? Rashad Bateman, I think, now. So, yeah. I think they're just going to see a lot of, oh, he's going to try to run, so we're not just going to try to straight bull rush. We're going to prevent him from running. And so, I, I really don't think we're going to see another MVP season from him. Okay. Matt? I think I think you're thinking about him like that – is he still Lamar Jackson? It's because he's the next guy to get paid. You know, he is the yeah. next quarterback that is going to get that contract. And it doesn't seem like it's going to happen before the season. So it's like, what do you what do you have to see out of Lamar Jackson to really say he's our franchise guy? We got to give him that money. Is it more individual stats like the MVP, or do you want to see mm-hmm. him win in the playoffs? You know, like is that? I think it's a it's a toss up. I think it's a combination of both. You got to see him keep working in this offense, but got to see him win. You know, yeah. I mean, he's what? He's one and two in the playoffs, and those two losses are rough losses. So, 
we're going to move on to the last one um, of Saints primetime, and it's in Tampa Bay. That's just a rough one. I think we could just end it there, right? <laughs> hey, the Saints in the regular season, 4-0 and the last two years against Brady's Bucks. I'm not saying it's going to keep continuing, but, I mean, last time they were in Tampa, I mean, Tom Brady didn't Hill. score. Tom Brady didn't score a point. So, I mean, like, I, they they play hard against this team. I mean, it's – I think Tampa fans on, on Twitter make this rivalry bigger than it is, but the, the Saints play up to them. They, they play their hearts out against them. So, I mean, <laughs> both games are going to be so exciting. And, and so big for the division. I mean, like, that division is two sides. You know, it's night and day. You look yeah. at the Buck, the Saints, I mean, those are clear – playoff favorites and then right. you look at carolina and atlanta number one pick favorites so i mean right we'll see. yeah um all right so i'm gonna go ahead we're gonna move on to my bears and i'm gonna try not to spoil too much for um my bold take and if you follow me on twitter you probably already know what my bold takes about but um Anyways, so the Bears are only getting three primetime matchups, and I'm only doing this quickly just because the Packers have way more because they're the Packers. Um, so the Bears are playing the Packers in Lam- or at Lambeau on Sunday Night Football, of course, because we got to get torched by the Packers in primetime at some point this year. Um, I will say this, and Aiden, we've looked into tickets, right? Or we've at least talked about it. Yeah, yeah. God, that'd be so cool just because of what you what you said. And let me just put this out there, okay? And if it's true, I will issue an apology that week, okay? I'm hearing that Packers fans are actually way cooler than I, I make them out to be. Man. But some of them, some of them on Twitter and whatever else, dude, they could be really friggin' annoying I, too. I can't vouch for them if they're Twitter warriors. That's a whole like if they want to be a Twitter warrior, they can't. But I'm telling you, like they're like they are some of the nicest people if you go to the game. The Bears fans are just mean drunks. <laughs> so I will say this though about specifically just this game. Um so I think the Bears offense has a lot of work to get done. And, you know, the wide receiver core, if Velas can actually do something and produce on an offense that needs it, um, we might have something special. And I feel like people are also thinking, you know, oh, well, look at David Montgomery. What has he done? Um, He still had a pretty decent year despite being out for like half of it. Um, If he can produce a healthy season and, you know, play against the Packers team in week two, um, you know, you might be able to get some magic happening, especially with a defense that I think is definitely going to wind up in the top 10 somewhere. Um, the improvements to the secondary in the draft has been extremely um, exciting for me just because I'm like, holy crap, they actually improved something. Um, so because of how good I think that defense is going to be, I'm not going to give them the win because of the offense, but I will say it's going to be a lot closer than what people think because they don't have Devontae Adams, and you're still dealing with a week two rookie adjusting Christian Watson. Nobody knows what he's going to be like just yet, except I think that he's going to be really good. Um, 
heck of a draft pick, but I I honestly think I mean it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. I'm still giving the Packers to win at home, um, but I don't know. Did I give it a fair analysis? Am I biased right now? <laughs> Can you guys give me an answer on that one at least? I mean, I think I mean I think you you explained it pretty well. I mean, I like how you had to start out with the Bears had a Bears had to get blue, blown out. I mean, at least one point <laughs> by the Packers. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's that prime time game. I mean, we just the only the only thing is is like you get the Bears have to come prepared to to play in Green Bay. I mean, it's not going to be a frozen tundra game, yeah. so they gotta they gotta be ready to play some normal football. And I'm super super excited to see Chris, Christian Watson play, but I'm also excited to see Romeo Dubes. Like, he, yeah. Very underrated. Yeah, very Debo Samuel-like, just a very freak athlete, very good playmaker. And I I can't wait to I can't wait to see it. Especially I cannot wait to see that defense. I will say this, Matt, before I, you know, let you comment as well. I hate the amount of comparisons to Debo Samuel that people are giving to like literally every wide receiver in this past draft <laughs> class. Debo Samuel is on a different level, man. He's just an altogether different athlete, and people are going to realize really quick that you just can't use every receiver in that spot. I think that's where Debo is going to make his money. But, Matt, you can go ahead, give your analysis on my take on the game, your take on the game, and then potentially, if you feel like it, my thoughts on the whole Debo wide receiver rookie thing. I mean, like, rivalry games are different, and this is the granddaddy of rivalry games. You know, (laughs) I think you can't. You can't just like look at rosters and go, yeah, that team's gonna win. I think like like I said with the Saints and Bucks, you know, they like they play up. They both play up to each other. And like last year, what was it last year? It was like some of the worst special teams of the year. And the Bears went into half with like a fourteen point lead, something like that. I don't remember. But we freaking re- blew it, man. I just remember the 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 punt return by Jakeem Grant. And uh, and 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 then there was a there was a pick six, and then it went downhill. But like yeah. we just we don't talk about that part. But like mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. I think it's just the the fan and you wants to beat the Packers on prime one. time, man. Just give me That's... one win this whole season. Like I get it. I mean, dude. If if and I will say this, I've said this literally every single year behind the scenes and everything. If the Bears were to only win. One or two games, if it's just both against the Packers, or if at least one of them is against the Packers, I'm a happy camper. At least that, we beat the Packers. That is honestly like so funny because I have said that countless times to other people, like vice versa. It's so fair. <laughs> I, like, I, I said that, like those it. those word for word, what exactly came out of your mouth is exactly what. I'm like. <laughs> like I don't That's care awesome. if the Packers go go to like. Two and fifteen, as long as they be, as long as they beat the Bears, I will be a happy camper. Okay, so we're gonna move on just because whatever. Um, the Bears are playing the Commanders at home on Thursday night football, and yes, it's. I mean, it's gonna be one of those where everybody's gonna be like, meh. But like, this is gonna be one of those where people are gonna be like, oh crap, Justin Fields. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Let me backtrack because I thought of a point that I really wanted to bring up, almost just left it behind. Um, okay, so 
I mean, Getsy, right? Coach Getsy, you remember him? Uh, the current offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, former Bears. wide receiver coach, I believe, right? Quarterbacks, quarterbacks, quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, okay. Yeah. All right, well, just saying he's probably out on a mission to try and take care of business this week, on, on week two. Not saying it's <laughs> going to happen. All I'm saying is that's probably a personal game for him as well. So maybe oh. see some extra production out of the offense, hopefully, maybe, fingers crossed. Anyway, so back to all- the – there's only so much a coach can do. Hey, I yeah. Mean, true. Well, here's the thing, Ryan. I mean, you got to have production in the offense. You got to have a quarterback who who can pass. So it's over. It's over for you. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Bears and Commanders, right? Bears versus Commanders. Thursday night football. Winnable game. This is going to be where Justin Fields throws the ball and people are shutting up. Um, this is where Justin Fields is going to be, I mean, escaping Chase Young. And then, you know, this is the one. This is the clear indicator that Chicago has their quarterback. I mean, and the defense is actually legit. Um, give me the win against the commanders. If not, then it's just going to be one of those games where the Bears lose when they should have won. I mean, Carson Wentz against, I think that secondary is going to be really good. Um, so Carson Wentz against that secondary is going to be huge. And I just, you can't, you can't argue with me that, you know, it's like, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I re- I'd really hope Justin Fields like would be able to throw over David Mayo and Kendall full Kendall Fuller. Yeah. yeah. So. It's pretty, you know, that's and the thing. Cameron Curl. I mean, but he's actually a good young man. I like him. What I'm saying, though, is just, I mean, he's going to show a little bit of flashes. Chicago's going to get a little bit more hope. It'll be okay. This is probably. Two picks the next game. (laughs) So, did you say the next two two picks the next game? Yeah. (laughs) At New England. Mm, I could see that, honestly. Okay. So, Monday Night Football. Bears get a little bit more rest. Um. They get a long, long period because it's literally Thursday night football, then Monday night football for the Bears. Dude, they made this schedule strictly to put fields against Jones in this matchup. That's going to be the whole storyline. Yeah. And I am all for it because it's two, what I think is really high potential quarterbacks with literally nothing to work with. Let's see what they can do. Going at it, guns blazing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, you have Bill Belichick. I mean, sure, but like, it. I think could we see just a defensive matchup in that case? Do the Bears get the edge? Nah. I like. What week? What week, <laughs> that, what week I, that you said? What'd you say? What week is that you said? What week do they play the Patriots? I want to say uh, that's week eight. Yeah, well, let's see where your your young guys have developed from then, and I don't I don't know from there, but I don't know if I can say the Bears have the edge defensively. I mean, I don't know, Matt. What do you think? I mean, I mean, you you highlighted it. It's it's Fields and and Mac Jones. I mean, like, see what they can do. I mean, there's not. It's not a super highlighted matchup, but it's a game you're going to turn on, and you're just going to be intrigued because they're going to be. It's just going to be a grinded out football game. You know, I think yeah. it's like you said, it's going to be 17 20 in the end, and you're going <laughs> to be on the edge of your seat watching the finish. Yeah. 
Um, so that's a week seven matchup. Uh, the week six matchup was the commanders. Um, we're going to move on to the Packers now, unfortunately. No, I'm just playing. Uh, but so, okay. Obviously the first one's against the bears at home. Um, we already talked about that one. So we're going to move on. Um, the next one's at home against the bills. And what you're going to see a lot is, um, the Packers actually have a lot of games at home too. So that'll probably, you know, be in your favor. Um, this is a good game, but it's not my matchup of, I guess, the list. You know what I mean? But, Aiden, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, I'm, I'm going to like it because, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a great matchup. It's going to be one of those just, like, great team against great team. I mean, this is going to be – the last time the Packers played the Bills was when Josh Allen was a rookie. And so, and, and also to be fact, Josh Allen threw two picks that game. Just letting you know. When he was so, a rookie though. I know he was, Hey, I, I, that's why I, I just wanted to throw that in. I just want to, you can that clarify in. that, but just make sure that you also add that Josh Allen wasn't really the best quarterback. back then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be two great teams. I mean, once again, I, I, I cannot wait to see how this Packers defense turns out because mm-hmm. Devonte Wyatt, I mean, draft class wise, one of the best pass rushers in the whole, on, in the whole draft class, his moveset True. is spectacular and I, I cannot wait. So, yeah, I mean, that's my input. So Matt, really quick before we uh, move on. I think both of I think the first drive for both teams should be just like Aaron Rodgers throws it as far as he can and and then Josh Allen repeats he throws it as far as he can and then like there you go that's the start of the game. I just want to okay. see both of them throw it 80 yards to show everybody at home they can each throw it 80 yards and then we get on with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> then start the normal game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right. So next up is at home against the Titans. Meh. Ah. Uh, <laughs> meh. We're we're good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I I don't have much. Malik Willis package. I mean, that's yeah. the only reason you want to watch. You want to yeah, watch we'll Malik see, run, we'll, Willis we'll run QB blast. Yeah, that little. <laughs> Let's see if they'll put some RPO with Malik. Willis. Yeah. Let's see how Devontae White can do against King Henry. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Mm. Uh, next up, we have the only away game that the Packers have on primetime uh, against Philadelphia. I love this matchup. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm a big fan of this matchup. I like to I like to see Aaron Rodgers seems to make amazing plays against Philly. I don't know why, but I always I always see a good highlight film against Philly, and so I, I can't wait to see how he plays. And then that Philly defense too is going to make it even more intriguing. So after that, the last one, uh, Packers against the Rams. I'm sorry, buddy, but come on, just I, mm, I don't know. It's at Lambeau, <laughs> man, and it's in December, and they're playing an LA team. Stafford winning in Lambo? What? So uh, that's that's all I have to say. I mean, you got. I would say any given Sunday, but at this term, I say I haven't get any given Monday. But, but I don't know. Or I mean, Thursday. <laughs> I mean, 
you can't you can't cut them out. You can't cut them out from that because I mean they're playing in Lambo. They're playing when it's the frozen tundra, and yeah. they're playing an LA team that I and I really think the Packers. I mean, I I really think they're up there with their caliber, especially how their draft went. I mean, it helped them even so much more. They were able to solidify those like some. I'm I'm not gonna say wide receiver because you can't you can't replace Devontae Adams. But yeah. they were they were able to solidify positions on defense that they really needed taken care of. Okay. Um, all right. So before we move on to the next segment, Matt, do you have any other comments about the Packers prime time? Oh no, no, I don't. All right, cool. So I do want to announce really quick. Um, you know, we are having our schedule predictions coming out every single week leading up to opening night which is september 8th which is like wow that seems really far away but i mean i don't know about you guys or you know aiden or matt i don't know how long you guys have been listening i mean you know that you know you guys are good friends with ben and i but as far as this podcast goes it helps time go by so much quicker so if you guys are listening and participating and all that i'm sure september 8th will be rolling by in no time um, especially with training camp coming up and everything like that. Um, you know, stay tuned because we're doing, I think, two teams every week, but that could change as well. Uh, we might be doing more, but um, just kind of team by team uh, record predictions, maybe game by game. I don't know. We still have to talk about it, but um, we got some things lined up. So I just wanted to kind of announce that right in the middle of the show. Um, after that, though, we do have the very First installment of the pigskin power rankings brought to you by yours truly Um, because we have three of us, you know, in here. What I'd like to do is argue if you guys disagree, um, please just don't go that rough on me because this was kind of hard to make. And I give props to whoever does it professionally because that was like, wow, where do you put this team? Um, This is how we're going to do it, though. So I, I mean, obviously, I have teams one through thirty two. Um, Matt, I know that you made your top 10, right? Yeah, I made a 10 list. Okay, cool. So if you want to go ahead and do your top 10 and then, um, you know, just like list them off. So like one and then two, um, and then we'll do it the same way for mine. But if we disagree with it, we could just be like, all right, all right, all right, hold on. You know what I mean? Just be like, why do you have this team here and not, you know, above blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So you can go ahead, start with your top 10, and then I'll go with my full 32. All right. I'll work from 10 to 1. Okay. Um, I went number 10 with Deshaun Watson Browns. Okay. Number 9, the Bengals. Number 8, the Ravens. 7, the Broncos. I'm high on the Broncos. Okay. 6, the Chargers. 5, the Chiefs. Four the Packers, three Rams, two Bucks. Number one is the Bills. So that's my ten. Okay. Number one is the Bills. Okay. All right, Aiden. Do you have any any thoughts, really quick? For uh, I thought that was a good one. Would I put the Ravens in the top ten? No, I'd probably have them around twelve to fifteen. But, okay, I get that. I get it. 
besides that, honestly, I, I think that was pretty good. And, and I, I like, I like having the, I, in any, cause I've, I've done a, I've looked at a couple of power rankings. I've kind of thought and put my inside my own. I mean, the Packers have four. I like that. So, all right. I, I mean, Really, the only thing that I have to say is just I don't see the Buccaneers up that high, but I do yeah. have them in my top ten. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with mine, and I'm going to start from one and work my way down because I think it's going to start getting a little messy from like 10 to 20, maybe okay. 10 to 25. Yeah. Yeah. So my number one team is the Rams. My number two team is the Chiefs. Number three is the Bills. Number four is the Chargers. My number five, and I think this is where you'll stop me, is the Ravens. Um, no, okay, cool. Okay. My okay. number six is the I Buccaneers. Keep reading. <laughs> I think I think you just run through the ten, and then we'll talk about ten, and then you run from eleven to twenty. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, yeah, number six is the Buccaneers. My number seven is the Packers. You got to give them credit. Still, I mean, unbiased here. Um. <laughs> Number eight, Bengals. Number nine, Cowboys. And number 10, Broncos. Okay. What do you guys think? Okay. I, I can't believe you got Ravens at five, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm skeptical of the Ravens are high. I like the Ravens. Like, what about their what about their team makes you think they're the fifth ranked team in the NFL? They were already a pretty solid team. Uh, last year they got struck. They got smacked in the face with injuries. Um, honestly, I think that they were among the top three before injuries happened last season. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely think with the additions that they've made in the off season, as well as what they've already had. Um, Marquise Brown. That's an issue. But the thing is, when you have Lamar Jackson, you don't necessarily need to. The thing is, is that you know when you have Marquise Brown, it's like. You know, he didn't really he wasn't really utilized that correctly that. And I've also seen rumors of them potentially offering Jarvis Landry a contract where you can put him in that same category. And, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, they're there because they could get Jarvis Landry because that's not fair. Um, I will say, though, I mean, right now at their current state, I do have them top five. I'd probably keep them at five if they did get Jarvis Landry. Um, but just because, I mean, the Lamar Jackson effect is just right there, man. I mean, he could be really good and I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he hasn't disappointed outside of injury. Um, we have Grant coming in saying, why not the Eagles? We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, anyways. All right. You guys ready for my, my 11 through 20? Yeah. All right. Number 11, the team I'm really high on this season. The Colts, okay. The Eagles at 12, 13 Cardinals, 14 Browns, 15 Raiders, 16 49ers, 17 Saints, 18 Titans, 19 Patriots, 20 Steelers. And I do think the Steelers can move up, I will say. But quarterback situation is pretty iffy but do you guys have any anything there that's controversial um i think who who do you have who do you think is going to start for the niners 
Uh, I, I have Trey Lance. I think okay. that they're going to get a, de- a deal done for, you know, involving Garoppolo okay. eventually. Um, but yeah, I, Trey Lance I, like, right now. My thing, my thing with, with the Niners is like, I think they're, the, they're going to realize this year they're a much better football team now with just keeping Jimmy. And I think like, I think there's a reason he's not gone yet. I think it's, I think it's the team around him is like infatuated. Like I've, I've seen that around uh, Niners beat writers is that the team is infatuated with Garoppolo and his leadership and, and just being a teammate. So I think it's, there's a reason he's not gone. And I think if he's the guy that this team is dangerous, I like, cause I mean, we saw him play in the NFC championship last year, but how much of that was Debo and are we still going to get that effect? It, I don't know. I don't know how. That's much why it I don't have Debo. them closer. I get know? it. I get it. You don't think Debo is a, is a niner? I. It's not that I don't think so. It's just that his status is up in the air right now. So okay. it's like he could play, which is why they're at sixteen. Um, okay. I I would say that I would have them down a couple more spots if mm-hmm. Debo wasn't on the team. Oh yeah. Um, but because he's still a 49er as of right now, I'm keeping him kind of middle of the pack right now just because Trey Lance is starting. Um Aiden, do you have any any comments? Well, what was your who was your 13? Cardinals. The Cardinals. I don't know. I mean, I think with the Niners, I don't know. I would put them to, I think they're I would still have them in that 10 to 20 range, but I think I'd have them I think I'd have them around 18 to 19 cuz that that defense isn't all really there, I think. I think okay. after that, I think Fred Warner is pretty much just holding that team together. Okay, that's fair. I'm surprised that it wasn't the Browns that you guys were asking questions about and the Colts too. Um, I was going to say the Browns are low just because, like, honestly, I would have them in my top 10 probably over uh, the Broncos or Cowboys because, um, you know, I would probably swap that out actually and put the Browns at 10 or 9 and then the Eagles probably at 10 or 9, just kind of interchangeable. Um, Where did you get the Colts? I had the Colts at 11 with Matt I, Ryan. I think that's good. I think mm, – where would you have had them if they were able to trade for Baker instead of Ryan? I would have them very middle of the pack, almost at number 20. Yeah. Wow. Just wow. because – yeah, okay. Matt, wow. Okay. Dude. The okay. Matt Ryan effect is really, crazy. That does surprise me. I did not like because I don't see that. I don't see that major difference between the two guys. I think there is a difference. I think I Matt think Ryan Matt is a Ryan's below better. average quarterback. But I think I, he was playing on a below average team, bro. I get it. I get it. it needs, uh, I don't. I get it. I get it. I, we'll see. We'll see. Time, I'm dude. not like. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. You know, I think I, I think that it's I think it's a very I like talented it. roster. I think I like the team. I like the additions they've made to it. I think that they could add more to the wide receiver core. Um, but add another veteran. Yeah. Eleven to yeah. 20? 11 to. 20. I said I said that it would be around like mid to like twenty range. So you're talking like fifteen to okay. twenty range. Okay. Yeah. yeah, not at twenty specifically. Like. You know, I, I couldn't just slot them in there. I'm saying anywhere in that range specifically. Yeah. Um, and then as far as the Browns go, I really like Deshaun Watson. I think he's going to be good for them. It's just I don't know if he's going to be playing right how off much, the bat yeah, or not. How much is he going to play? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, the Raiders were a little hard for me to put there too, just because it's like it's a tough division, but you can't count out the team. It's power rankings. It's not division rankings. You know what I mean? There, here's the thing. It's tough for them because it was like they just – everyone else around them stocked up, so they had to make another stock-up move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To trade for Devontae Adams. Even if Devontae Adams doesn't put him over the edge, they still – they got to compete some way. You can't right. just toss out these few years you have left to Derek Carr. So it's yeah. like – I will let's let's go ahead and move on uh, to my 21. We're just going to plug and chug through 32. Um, So I'm going to say Dolphins at 21, Vikings at 22, Lions at 23, Commanders at 24, Bears at 25, Jets at 26, Giants at 27, Texans at 28. Jaguars at 29, Seahawks at 30, Falcons at 31, Panthers at 32. Matt, I know that we've talked about how frustrated I get because the Bears are put at 32 every single time. But I was going to say that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I like the Bears higher than 32. I do not like them over the Jets. I don't. Really? I do I not think the same exact thing. I do not think there is a as talented as the Jets, and I don't think there's a big. I don't think there's a massive gap between Fields and Wilson to say, yeah, okay. the Bears are better. Well, and I get I'm not going to complain too much because I was yeah. in the realm. Uh, what we're talking yeah. about strictly is picks, you know, twenty five and twenty six. Yeah, oh, um, I get it. But like at the same time, twenty five and twenty six, I look at twenty two and twenty three. Yeah. I do not think there's a one team difference between the Vikings and Lions. That's just me. That's the just the talent drop off there. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's crazy. But the the reason why I have the Lions right there too is just because not only like okay, so and I'm not saying the talent drop off between the Vikings and Lions. I'm saying the Lions and Commanders. So where the Lions are at right now, they're a mediocre poverty poverty franchise that just hasn't seen the light of day in how many years, and it's just like they have a lot to prove this season. Keep in mind, this is the first that we're ever doing on the Pigskin Project. The way that the Lions look right now, and we've already talked about it briefly, is that the Lions look really good. Um, But the thing is, is like, you know, I think they can beat the Commanders. I mean, with the additions that they've made and everything, with the way that they looked last year, yes. Can they beat the Bears? Absolutely, in my opinion. Um, it's a one team that you got to look out for. The Jets, yes. The Giants, yes. Texans, yes. Jaguars, yes. Seahawks, yes. Falcons, yes. Panthers, yes. Lions can beat all of those teams. I'm not putting them below any of the teams that they can lose or that they can, um, you know, win against. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, you know, when it comes down to Vikings and Lions, it's like, sure. But mm-hmm. would you put any of those teams in between them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I get it. Um, um, yeah. I think another one, I think I think Seattle below the Texans is hard for me just because, like, there's proven talent across realms for them. Mm-hmm. I think DK and Lockett, um, it's just, again, it's the quarterback. And, like, is there a massive difference between Davis Mills and Drew Locke? Not really. You know? Yeah. 
I'm just looking at it from a proven standpoint, like proven talent standpoint of I think there's more on Seattle than there is Houston. But I get what you're saying. Houston could easily find some in this draft, you know, just boom. Yeah. Um, all right. So do you guys have any other statements, anything else regarding my power rankings before we move on to the last thing for just tonight? No, I'm all right. All right. Matt, yeah. anything? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I didn't do that bad. That's good. All right. No, no. Um, I wonder how Ben, Ben will feel about that one. I'm sure that we'll, you know, hear about it eventually. <laughs> um, Phoenix coming in saying the Niners are winning it all this year. Maybe if Robbie Gold can kick another one in Lambeau. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, we're going to start with bold takes. Matt, I'm excited to see what yours are, but I, I want to start off just because I've kind of already revealed um, yeah. two of mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you go um, ahead. Yeah, so, okay, I'm going to start off. Number one, I said the Lions are a scary team this year. They yep. can be really, really good, or they can be really, really bad. They got a high ceiling, low floor. Next up, the Bears can oh, – here we go. The Bears can go 12-5 and five this year. Just going. Okay, that's crazy, right? Week one, Steelers play the Bengals. I have the Steelers winning that game. Okay, that's a weird segue. That's a funny segue. That's, that's, okay. a, funny, that's a funny segue. We're going to have – because, Matt, you were originally going to be on the show, um, and then Aiden hopped on last minute. So, Aiden, we appreciate that as well. Aiden, I'm going to go ahead and have you pick which one you want to you wanna argue. Oh, dude, I think I'm ready. I don't think the Bears are going anywhere near 12 and 5. I said they can go. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying they can. I I don't think they can. So, all right, we're going to go with that one. Matt, we can talk briefly about the Steelers and Bengals because I don't really have too much of an argument there if you want to segue into potentially one of your bold takes, or we could just talk about it later. All right, let's – let me just – okay. I'll, I'll listen. Let, yeah, I want to listen. What I, I – what I looked at, right? The Bears schedule among the easiest in the whole league. Okay. Thank God you chose this because out of the amount of times that I've wanted to argue about my Bears on this podcast is insane. So we're going through game by game. This is a little sneak peek to what's to come when we do, you know, season predictions, whatever. 49ers, Bears, all comes down to Trey Lance. I think they can win that game. I'm not saying they will, okay? Uh, when we come to predictions or whatever, you can hear, you know, what they can. But as of right now, or what they will do, in my opinion, but um, as of right now, we're going to count that as a win because they can win that game, but it doesn't mean that they will, okay? So Bears-Packers, I don't have them winning that game. Texans-Bears, I have them winning that game. Put that up number two. Bears-Giants, put that as number three. Bears Vikings. I have them splitting the series with the Vikings. So give me a number four. Bears Commanders. Give me number five. Bears Patriots. Give me number six. Bears Cowboys. 
No. Bears Dolphins, give me number seven. Bears Lions, give me number eight, give me number nine. Bears Falcons, give me number 10. Bears Jets, give me number 11. And then at some point, they either beat the Packers or beat the Eagles or beat the Bills or sweep the Vikings. They can go 12 and 5, not saying they will. Do you understand where I'm coming from now? Yeah. I'm saying the ceiling, the absolute ceiling, if they play everything perfect, nobody gets hurt, they can go 12 and 5. Okay. Okay. Do I think they're going to? No. Yeah, In all crazy honesty, if you think so. What? You're crazy if you, if you think so. In I, my opinion, yeah, I, nothing I perfect happens in football. Barring, except... barring an MVP type level season from Justin Fields, I just that would I, make Matt Nagy look so bad, and I'd love I just, every bit of it. But... I don't see twelve wins. It's really hard. Twelve wins is a lot. It's you know, it's on the horizon. It's the light at the end of the tunnel, but we have not seen that yet. So I'm right there it's with the, you. It's I love the optimism. Yeah, because no, I get it. I get it it's, because, well, my, my whole day has been denouncing Saints fans who have been saying we're a 12 and 13 win team, which is just ridiculous. Like, I, I've, it's, I feel like I've been the bearer of bad news all day because it's let just me, like. Let me just say this, right? Just because, Aiden, I think you're going to love this, okay? So when I tweeted out, you know, my whole thing, um, let's see. Okay, so even one of the biggest Bears fans that I know that, you know, follows me, right, on, on Twitter. Um, okay, so I, I did put best case scenario in all caps at the end of the tweet. And he put dude with like seven different question marks, right? I said, did you see the bottom? That's the best case scenario. Here's the worst case scenario. It'll be somewhere in the middle. So worst case scenario, in my opinion, that whole schedule, six and 11. Worst case and 11. Or worst, worst case scenario. Case scenario. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I said it'll be somewhere in the middle. Give me nine to ten wins. That's that's really rich. It's, it's but the thing is okay. It's a lot. Texans, it's a mass. It's a massive Justin Fields improvement. It you is. Know, it's it's it's, it's offensive that. line improvement though, in my opinion. I get it. I think Justin Fields can be that guy. But you look at Texans, Giants, uh, Commanders. I do think that they'll beat the Patriots. Um, Lions, Falcons, Jets. Uh, let's have them sweep the Lions, and then I don't know, just the Vikings, maybe. I don't know. Put them at nine, eight or nine. Okay, middle of the pack. Um, but yeah, I I think, you know, I I also responded with I'm biased, not stupid. Uh, we're all part of a very elite club of idiots. We're Bears fans. We consistently root for a mediocre team. Like something's gonna change, but it'll be so sweet when they finally win. Um, that's what I tweeted out. So that's football. Anyway, yeah, yeah. And thank you, Grant, for saying Justin Fields can be that guy. I appreciate it. I needed that. Um, so yeah, no, that's that's where my head's at, at least for that argument. People can call me crazy, whatever. Listen, I'm not saying that they're going 12 and 5. I'm saying no, that they yeah. can. I'm saying that it's possible. 
But, I mean, I don't know. It's also possible that a meteor can strike my house right now and our broadcast would end right now. And it's like, not and happening. That's my thing is, is yeah, Bears can go 12-5. and five. You I know will what that say means th- to me? The Bills can go 17-0. You know, like, I – Yeah. It's just it, – it's a very it's, – it's out there. Okay, that's all I, I'm saying. I mean, I've said I it. Am, I've said it before in, in podcasts and everything – I think this is going to be a very, very positive year, especially for Bears fans, just because of how weak the schedule is. And that's what people have to kind of watch out for is because 2018 was one of those years where it's like the offense doesn't really have too many bright spots. You know, I think Darnell Mooney was in his rookie year, so nobody really knew anything about him. But when you look at Allen Robinson, you know, he had, I think, one 1,000 yard, you know, year, I think. Allen Robinson back then in 2018 in his first year as a bear, you can compare his stats to what Darnell Mooney has without looking at film and say that they are relatively a comparable player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, comparable production. At, I get what Yes. Yeah. Um, looking at the rest of that wide receiver class, there's literally zero talent, nothing. Yeah. The quarterback there, I will say, Mitch Trubisky, I would take Justin Fields over Mitch Trubisky any day right now, even though I'm a huge fan of both of them. Mm-hmm. But what I will say, though, when it comes to the 2018 team, because the offense wasn't crazy good and the defense was spectacular, you're going to see, because we have an easier schedule, that's why Bears fans need to kind of watch out because the second that they lose in that first playoff game, they're going to be like, oh, my God, fire poles, blah, blah, blah. He didn't help Justin Fields. Whereas right now everybody's like, just chill out, let him do his job kind of deal. You know what I mean? People in Chicago are the most overreactive fans in the whole, at least from what I've I've witnessed. I think it's ridiculous. But what I'm saying is strictly because of the potential that the season has, because of how weak this schedule is, it's possible that we could see a lot of production out of Justin Fields and a lot of explosion when it comes to record. But that doesn't necessarily reflect how good that they are as a playoff team compared to other teams. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So that's my case. But anyways, so Matt, I'm going to go ahead, throw it to you as far as your bold takes, and then we can call it a night. Um, my bold take... I have three I can talk list. Okay. Um, the number one, I'll bring up the Baker Mayfield one. I do not think Baker Mayfield will play a snap this year. Wow, dude. I don't think I don't think at this point anyone's gonna make a deal to make him a starter. And I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna play for the Browns. If if Watson is like, you know, um suspended eight games. Why would he play a game? Why would he play a down? You know, yeah. like it, this is I'm I'm just the replacement for eight games and then once my time's up, I'm done. So like I wouldn't why would play I play either? Yeah, why would yeah. I contribute to you? So it, it's he's in cut me or whatever, and this is the one year because of the salary for Watson is like his salary this year is like a mill. It's yeah. it's this is like the easiest year to just Take on Baker's twenty million dollar contract, eat it while he sits on the bench, and mm-hmm. then work in twenty twenty three. Yeah, 
So I like I truly don't believe he plays a snap because like the the draft felt like the deadline to get traded and he's not, you know, and all these other teams around them got quarterbacks. And the only the only team you could think of is like, oh, they could get him as the Seahawks and Pete Carroll's already like taking that out. He's like, no, not happening. <laughs> kind of ranted a lot about that. You're good. Um, number two, I hope Ben hears this one. I think the Eagles can play in the NFC title game because I, agree. I like the the way they play football. It just it it win in January, and especially in this NFC, the NFC feels so wide open. It does um, it just Jalen Hurts catches fire, and and this run game is really is something. You know, and and you get AJ Brown and added in the mix, and you finally get that that play action aspect of it. I mean, this is a scary, it's a scary team. team. Yeah. And then last is I've been talking about it since the draft. I think the Jets are going to win eight games. Okay. I think this team is just it's so talented from just top to bottom, and I just I see. Of the guys in second-year situations for the quarterbacks, you know, Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, Fields, Mac Jones, yeah. I see Wilson in the best situation and taking the easiest leap because of situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So th- those are my three. I think – yeah, I think those I, are relatively bold enough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Aiden, um, you're still there, right? Yeah, I'm here. All right, all right, cool. That kind um, of rambled on there. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. No, I like hearing that. You're good. Um, all right, Aiden, you want to pick one? Hmm. Uh, oh, I got my fingers crossed that you pick one. <laughs> I've been an advocate for this guy for so long. <laughs> Who are you talking? What was your uh, What was your first take? Uh, the the baker does not play a snap. Snap of football this year. Yeah. Yeah, mm. because I can agree with that one. I literally came up to me in a half. Yeah. What was your second? Oh, did you only have two or three? Uh, the the Eagles making the NFC title game. Yeah, and then that was it. And then, and then the then Jets. It, uh, and then the Jets. Yeah. Being an eight win team. I think the Eagles – I'm going to pick the Eagles on. Okay. Yeah, I oh, – I, I, I think will that's say, the most intriguing one. I think it all just comes down to the production of Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, the kid's got a lot to prove. Um, and, I, and I'll – I hate when people are like, why are you calling him a kid? Because he's older than you. It's like, okay, he's a kid in the league. It's a figure of speech. Anyway, so – I hate when people say that. Anyways, so when it comes to Jalen Hurts, if he can produce in an offense like this and get one of those receivers over a thousand yards, yes, yeah, clear. And I think I think here's my thing is like you look at you minus quarterback, minus quarterback in the NFC, like what, like where do you rank the Eagles in the NFC? I think you could debate they're just better built roster than even the Packers. And, and even um, the 49ers. And so it's like – and these are two teams who were playing in the divisional round. Would you put All them it, over the Cowboys? 
Minus yes. quarterback, yes. Yes. I'm I I really like their their draft and I see instant impact from Jordan Davis and so much that the Cowboys lost. But like we saw it from the Bengals last year. Get hot at the right time. And mm-hmm. I think their schedule being in the NFC East really benefits them to get hot at the right time, get hot, get hot weeks, week 16, like the Bengals did go yeah. on a little win, maybe take the division. Easiest strength of schedules this year. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's just, it's all like two of my takes are fully based on quarterbacks taking a leap. And so yeah. I think it's like, I think Jalen Hurts has the best chance to take the leap because everything around him seems perfect, as good as it mm-hmm. can be. And so I just I see it. I, I think the Bengals showed us that don't don't rule out everybody. Don't just let say, yep, the Bills and you know, the Bills and Packers are gonna play in the Super Bowl this year. They're the I just ones wanted to show that on the screen one more time. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> those while we're are on the that best topic. two those are the best two teams. In the in conference play, so those yeah. are going to be the teams playing in the Super Bowl. No, it's Bengals showed us differently, so I'm just like just being out there. Are they a Super Bowl team though? I don't know. I would say divisional round playoff exit is realistic yeah. to, to say. Um, I think when you say the NFC Championship, you're really banking on that defense to kind of show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I know the pass coverage has kind of kind of been an issue, and I think that they kind of resolved that at least a little bit better, you know, th- this they're, offseason. They're, my issue with them is, like, their their defense is just – it's so – it's like the same way I, I describe Zach Taylor. It's so vanilla. Their, mm-hmm. their defense is literally we're going to drop seven in coverage and rush four every time. Yeah. And that's why Howie loves having so many linemen. Is that yeah. that's his game plan every time. That's what we want to do, and I so, think bringing in Jordan Davis and Hassan Reddick to do that, I like it. It's just good. It's, so it's recipe for it, success. All right, boys, we got any any closing statements before we wrap it up tonight? Oh no, man! That's good no, talk. yeah, I think I think we got everything. I think we talked about all those highlighted games. Mm-hmm. Um, did we talk? Do the Bills and Chiefs play this year? I think they do, yes. Um, did, give me – I think we might have uh, – I, I meant to. Um, let's see. I think we forgot about that one. I, I don't – I can't remember if those two teams play. I if, think that was a – I must have skipped over that. Let's see. Um, let's see. It might not be a, a prime time. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's just like a <sighs> – Yeah. Give me just a second. Um, game. Let's see, 2022 maybe? Six games, a circle. Yeah, week six. Week six. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. I mean, that's – who – I mean, who do you even pick? I mean, it's whoever wins the coin toss. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, on that note, we're just going to end it. So <laughs> – all right, guys. Um, yeah, I want to thank you both for just coming on this week. Um, you know, without Ben being here and everything, you guys really came in clutch for me to have some people to talk to. And, man, I had a blast. This was a lot of fun. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah. Especially last minute. I loved it. 
yeah, I, yeah. I think I can. I think I can speak for me and Aiden. Is like we just both like talking ball. Like, oh yeah, just, let's. Do I it, love man. it. Yeah, guys. I'll, if you guys I'll are talking ball. Oh yeah. So if you guys are just now hearing Aiden for the first time, I'm sure that you guys have heard Matt before. But if not, we do plan on having both of these guys on for more shows. Um, in fact, Aiden, he wasn't actually a part of the plan for this week, but uh, just kind of a last minute. Hey, you want to come on kind of deal? Um, why not? Right. Let's have a guest on. Um, so, you know, Aiden, we will get you on another episode and it's going to be a blast. Um, Matt, like always, thank you so much for coming on. Oh Again, yeah. I'm sure that there's going to be plenty more that you come on as well. Oh wait, I forgot. We got a, we got a bear down from Grant. We did, yes. Let me let me show that. Yeah, it, it sounds even better with you saying it though. Aiden, I you say that. <laughs> all right. So uh, if if you made it this far, we want to say thank you for listening all the way through. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Pigskin Project. Um, like I said before, we have a lot scheduled for next week's show. Um, make sure you subscribe or following us on all platforms. We'd like to give a big thank you to Anchor.fm, Uppercuts Grooming, and Overtime Sports um, Network for having us on their podcast network. Um, I forgot to mention that last episode, too. I was super tired. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for helping us promote and everything, super huge. Um, please leave a review down below if you're new, if, you know, just stopping by or whatever. Um, you know, it helps us more than you know. Like the stream up. Do whatever. You know you know the drill. Um, but, you know, thanks again for tuning into the Pigskin Project, and we'll see you guys next week.